All right, everybody, welcome back to the Better on Paper podcast. This is the Monday after week 17, and I do not think my heart has stopped beating from last week. Uh, so fast, I should say, I need a cardiologist. This was I hope your heart is still beating, Kevin. Uh, I don't it's know. The I, there are times where I really was worried if I, well, I don't know, my heart was beating so fast that I would rather have had it stopped at some points because it would have just at least calmed me down a little bit. The most expensive game of the week came through, lived up to the hype. It was worth the ticket of admission. Oh, man. And we'll get into all these games, but that game, uh, obviously, we're talking about Niners Raiders, was unbelievable. Luckily, my Niners came out ahead. But um, we can get into the rest of these weeks because there was so much for playoffs that happened this week. Um, Even if the games weren't that great, playoff implications were galore. Uh, So, uh, yeah. You guys want to get started? Galore. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Galore. All right, let's do it. Um, the Titans are dead. Uh, start Thursday night. Titans are dead. They're a bad team. They've been dead. Um, yeah, this They've is just official, dead. official. This is officially official. Uh, Josh Dobbs is starting, I think, yep. this week uh, coming up. He started last week. I think he's starting again. Tennessee he looked legend. okay. Uh, he yeah, looks better than the, Malik Willis. I mean, yeah, but in the... I'm worried about the Cowboys a little bit from that end, too, because, like, they should have put this game away way earlier than they did. Um, uh, they kind of let this go on to too worry long. worry about the Cowboys. They'll be, they might be playing the Bucks in the first round, which would be hilarious. I, yeah, um, I think they probably will here. But, yeah, it, it, this is a weir- that was a weird game. Not fun. Um, not entertaining in the least. That was uh, the, the last Thursday night football game. So, fellas, you can hang out with your wives this Thursday. There's ex- no Thursday night Exactly. Football. Exactly. Only one more Monday night, or two more Monday night games of the year this week and then of the playoffs. So we're starting to get days of our week back. Um, but yeah, that, that's really all I have to say about that game. Um, not a really Yeah, I don't have much. Game. I mean, it was exciting to see Josh Dobbs out there because he went to Tennessee, pl- playing now Tennessee. So, you know, that's cool. But other than that, I didn't really have much of an angle to be excited for. The t- Titans are dead. Why is that cool, Cam? My sister went there. <laughs> cool. And, like, we Ball for, for life, Josh right? Dobbs. My parents got a picture with him while on campus one time, so like we just we like Josh Dobbs. <laughs> nice Cam finally Josh understands Dobbs. college football fandom in the NFL now. <laughs> no, I just like just like get that it's like exciting that like the one team that they had. Oh, you like Jared Goff? Good. Why do you like Jared Goff? You like Jared Goff? <laughs> I never made fun of you for liking Jared Goff. I acknowledge that you liked him because of Cal. <laughs> Let's check the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Never shot on you. Whatever. Oh, okay. God. Damn. It sounds. It sounds like Thomas has been sitting on that. I mean, if I did, I apologize. Like, oof. I didn't think I'd be catching strays just saying like it was cool to see Josh Dobbs out there. But damn, Thomas was waiting. I'm so yeah, sorry. Uh, I mean, we get it. You know, like I, I had my Josh Rosen take, and that obviously is that legendary at this point to realize how bad he turned out to be. But you know, hey, at some point you you, you take shots, uh, hoping that a guy from your school turns out well, and when it works, it's great, and when it doesn't work, it's not so great. So it's fine. I uh, had totally my check. Hey, I had at my least Chet at least too. our last good quarterback is a uh, is a good offensive coordinator now. So he's doing something. I. <laughs> I had my Chet take, and he blocked LeBron in the preseason. It was sick, and then he landed and, like, broke his body in half from... <laughs> yeah, because he's so So now thin. Chet's out, so now he's out, so I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, you get it from a basketball perspective for sure, but um, uh, this next game also sucked. Uh, Arizona, Atlanta, there's no reason for this game I don't to even talk be played. There's yeah. no reason to talk about it. Other than I like that Cliff lost. Maybe Cliff loses his job now. We've spent too much time on this game. <laughs> I think I think fans should get to vote of both teams, and if they don't get enough votes to play the game, it's a tie. They don't play it. Yeah, I'd be. That was the I, only I, week game eighteen. Week. Oh, fans like can vote to skip a game and take the tie. Yeah, I mean that was the only game this week between two eliminated teams with literally no playoff implications at all. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's gonna be a common mechanism, but I want it. No, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think we, we should can have that opportunity. We can start it right now. By being done talking about much like game. I want the Browns relegated to the <laughs> CFL. <laughs> um, we'll get to another game that might need to get relegated to the CFL. Uh, the Bears, the uh, get Bears, <laughs> Bears, Lions, uh, Bears, Lions. The Dan Lions Campbell. won that game. Oh, Dan Campbell, his team bounced Jared back Goff. big time. Uh, yeah, speaking of Jared Goff. Uh, yeah, Jared Goff. You know, like from Cal. <laughs> Jared Goff looks like Jared Goff looks like a professional quarterback. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, if finally. you can just. If my my take on Jared Goff is, I guess if he can just like make his way to like the Bengals as a backup at some point in his career, he would have completed the Wizard of Oz circuit and became a lion, a tiger, and a bear. Oh my! Um, <laughs> well, I Cal Bear, I mean, Detroit Lion. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, the Cal Bears. You're you're right there. 
I was like, oh, he hasn't been with the Bears. What are you talking about? You're right. It's like Cowboys. he's a Ram. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe at, at some oh point, my. like, good for the Lions. Uh, Jamal Williams might set Great the single the season Lions. touchdown record and beat Barry Sanders as a running back for. Uh, you hear that, DeAndre uh, Swift? That's that's pretty wild uh, for the Lions. Like, good, good for him. Uh, the Lions look good. Uh, they they definitely bounce back in a big way. I was say they needed uh, to bounce back, so they that's good. Packers next week, but the yeah. Packers also bounce back. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. But yeah, that was a that, that was a fun game for uh, for TZ three um, and his take. There are now one win away from his infamous prediction: nine wins. I'm so happy. For my you. nine win, my nine win Nostradamus over here. I'm so happy for you. Um, right. Wow, that was fun. the most. No, I am. I'm <laughs> it would so be happy fun. For you. I'm just trying to be it, overly nice because apparently I've been coming off as like a bitter asshole. <laughs> so I'm just trying to be like, I'm very happy for you, Thomas. Like, if when they win next week, like remember this. And for all you listeners, Whoa, don't, that jinx don't, know, it, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. For all I you listeners that are that are not sure about this, you guys don't know the underlying uh, beef between these two guys is they are playing in our last place bowl in our fantasy league. So uh, both those guys are also having a little bit of beef playing. in that regard too. I bro, I set a lineup and I'm still losing to Thomas, who like had an out player like by ten. Like I'm not like yeah. losing by point five. Like I'm still like I may not be able to surmount this deficit. Just, I don't know why we're playing fantasy football next week. I'm already dead in the water. Just give me like, dude, I'll take it if you if you want to wave the white flag right now, Kev. Make it happen. I mean, I'll wave the white flag. Give me the win. We I just can use went my under how we can to make it, it happen. He actually can't. Cam, just bench, yeah. just bench guard, just trade me Gardner Minshew. You can have him back. Fucking, I almost played Tom Brady, and I was like, nah, give me Minshew. And I'm looking at him like, bro, I would be beating you right now if I didn't play Gardner Minshew. Uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, it's still it's okay. like you implied that you benched a player, though. Like I had, I started Kirk, so we'll get to that. Oh God, yeah, we'll, we'll get to this next game. Cam's continue to bet against his Chiefs, and I keep winning off of it. This is uh, our first game he picked differently. I had the Chiefs. This was the Broncos. close. This was yeah, close. it was way closer. You were than probably it worried. Been. You were probably worried. I mean, I was worried. I was. for other reasons. I mean, I didn't because I had Mahomes in fantasy, so I was like, actually, if they make it close, he might pass more, so that's good. But I, I really wasn't worried they were going to blow it. I just was kind of. Whoa, a little nervous that it got it. as close as it did. I mean, I it was know. like we didn't even start. Like you're talking about blowing. I'm like we we didn't even like we showed up late. Like they kind of pounced on us early. Um, uh, so what do we I think? Russell Wilson. Did he look better it, in this game? Oh, we had a, it, Cam and I. We, Cam and I had a huge conversation last week about this, where we talked about was it Nathaniel Hackett is the problem or was it Russell Wilson is the problem? And if the Broncos look horrible this week, then it might just be Russell Wilson. Um, it, he looked okay. He had two rushing touchdowns. Okay. I mean, the dude, looked, I mean, he didn't the, look horrible. The honest answer. I mean, the, who was it? Hackett or Russell? I mean, this was just a fun little experiment. I mean, we already know the answer. It was both. Um, yeah, exactly. this was a nice yeah. little, like wh- who, you know, lady justice, like who, like, which way does it tip in favor? Like who carries the more weight? Russell looked okay. I mean, he still had a fumble and he had a pick. Um, both were pretty bad. I thought so. I mean, he still looked not great, but I mean, I guess the offense hung over 20 points, so. Yeah, in some ways it's better. Um, I just, I love the the idea of people just not wanting to be the coach of Denver because they don't want to have to take responsibility for Russell Wilson. So um, this will be a, an interesting story kind of going forward. Um, He's you, guys down to move to the, you guys down to move to the next game? Yes. Because this one's kind of fun. Uh, we had another game we had different. Can't pick the Pats, I picked the Dolphins. Um, this was with Spready Bridgewater, who did cover the spread in this game. Um, he, I think he's uh, he has like eighty percent chance of covering a spread whenever he plays. It's awesome. Uh, but he did get hurt. He broke his finger. Looks like he needs uh, surgery or something potentially. What's going so on he's in that probably he's probably not playing next week. Tua may or may not be back next week. The reason all this matters because the the Pats did win this game. Didn't look great really doing it, but they did win the game. Is the Dolphins now might have to start. Skylar Thompson in a game that they should win against the Jets that would send them to the playoffs potentially. The issue is now if the Pats beat the Bills somehow, then the Pats go to the playoffs. So this this game just became really interesting really quickly. Um, and who knows? The Patriots are hanging play? along. They're hanging around way longer than they need to. And it is kind of annoying. Yeah, and I mean, it's because they're going to get stomped by whoever they play. Like as the seven seed, whoever they play, whether it's the Chiefs, Bengals, or Bills, and we'll get into that seeding here in a second. I think the but. Dolphins ultimately make it. The, the Jets are so bad right now. I mean, Mike White. I mean, 
the pumpkin turned the carriage turned back into an onion or a pumpkin or whatever the Cinderella is like it, <laughs> now they just have two Zach Wilsons and Joe Flacco so it's it's rough I'm still thinking the Dolphins win next week the Patriots are it's still coaching malpractice what's going on there they've got a league high seven t- defensive touchdowns Oh, it's, like it's, if they it's don't insane. have those defensive touchdowns, their record is way different. Like that oh, is yeah. the only thing that kept them afloat. Oh, absolutely. But here's and the thing: is I think that the situation is New England wins, they're in. The Dolphins win, they need New England to lose, and then they're in. If the Dolphins and the uh, Patriots lose, now that we'll get to the Steelers here in a second, but the Steelers also won. Now the Steelers have a chance to make it in the playoffs if those two lose and the Steelers win. If all three of those teams lose, the Pats still make it. And there's a significant chance that that happens because all three of these teams are not if Tua, playing necessarily if, great football. So. If two is shut down for the year, then none of those teams deserve to make the playoffs. If two is playing in the playoffs, then I hope the Dolphins make it because I don't really want to see the Steelers or the Patriots in playoffs this year. Yeah. But I, I don't want to see Skylar Thompson agree. Dolphins either. I don't want to see the Skylar Thompson Dolphins either. So it's just I, I hope Tua – I hope the Dolphins win this week. They beat the Jets with Skylar Thompson, and I hope Tua just is back for the wild card. Yeah, because that would at least make things fun of whoever they play against. I think it'll be an interesting yeah, game. I, don't, um, I hate having I, sacrificial lambs. I don't want a sacrificial lamb in the playoff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree with you. Um, speaking of sacrificial lambs, uh, Jeff Saturday uh, and <laughs> the Colts just got absolutely obliterated. He is safe not a good coach. Nick Foles, he's done, right? another one, another sacrificial say. lamb. Like Just the Colts, everybody there, just all broken. You the, the sacrificial lamb analogy for Nick Foles is a little too real. Let's not do that. <laughs> and, sorry, was that, that was a little Kayvon Thibodeau of me, was it? Uh, for those of you who didn't see, yeah. after Kayvon Thibodeau just destroys Nick Foles and actually legitimately hurt him, like really badly. Like Nick Broken Foles man. was writhing on the ground in pain. Kayvon Thibodeau, not sure if he actually saw Nick Foles as hurt as he was, was doing snow angels on the side, taunting him, and then was like, oh, I put him to sleep. Yeah, I don't, I don't think really he realized happen. exactly. Like, it, it, it's, well, that happened way after. Like, I don't think he realized that until, like, no. after it was all said and done. But, but still, it was sleep. not good. So I maybe, don't know. maybe he, a little cave on Thibodeau. I'll give him know. a pass. I think he said after injury. the fact he didn't realize that Foles was injured. But, yeah, not a great look when you're doing the sleeper, putting the baby yeah. to sleep look with, like, the dude on the ground with, like, six people around him. That was my issue because I was like the Snow Angels. I was like, all right, fine, maybe you don't see it. Like, whatever, fine. It was a big play. I mean, he's been very. He's been a big reason why the Giants have had success this year. I mean, he's been very good. The dude's played phenomenal. I like him. I think he's got a lot of character. I like him a lot. But yeah, no, the Snow Angels I was fine with. But when he was doing the sleep thing, that was where I was like, all right, dude, you can't be. Let's not do that. Yeah, (laughs) that's when I. That's when I think it got a little dicey for me. Um, But Daniel Jones looked really good. I mean. If I'm someone who thinks that the Giants need to move on from Daniel Jones, but when he puts on a game like that, I mean, that could be a job-saving you know, performance right there. So, Well, here's the thing. is, is If you're a Giants fan watching that game, you have two thoughts going through your head. A sweet one, we clinched the playoffs, great. We made the playoffs, good for the Giants. Like, they've had a great year for everything like that's happened with them, right? Like, no matter what happens this year, good for them. The other side of this coin is what you just said is now, do you keep Daniel Jones? Because I don't think he's the guy long term. I don't either. Are you going to get backed into keeping him around a little bit longer and potentially delaying your ability to actually get your franchise quarterback because he's continuing to keep himself in this job just by playing just well enough um, and doing the Carson Wentz thing where you just keep thinking he's going to he's going to be okay. Um, We'll get into him in a second, but. I don't know. I, See, that, that's, that's a little offensive to him because I think he's done a much better job than Carson Wentz. I You're not too. wrong. Of I late. That's fair. I, I, that's fair. I I'm say, just I saying. Think, like, I think the problem is he's doing good enough to keep the starting job and the 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 market for quarterbacks right now. There's no one that's an immediate step up from him. Yeah. Like everyone's kind of been a gamble. At least that's like, available. I don't think they, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Everyone that's been available like last year and probably this year too. You're not going to look at anybody and say, "Oh, that's an instant upgrade over him." Yeah, Unless, I would like, say I would Gardner say Minshew. he's he's playing like a notch below Kirk Cousins, where he's playing well enough to keep the job, but he hasn't really shown elite flashes. Or at least Kirk Cousins has had games where he's looked really good and like actually looked like wow, that was the guy that we thought. Daniel Jones hasn't quite been that, but he's definitely at least shown flashes if he could be a starter. Listening to this, kind of listen to you guys, I honestly don't think it's the end of the world. Maybe they sign him to like a shorter contract for a cheaper deal, so they have a little bit more flexibility. 
And if it like he turns out where he still just be, keeps being good enough, then they're you know it's affordable and they can get more other people around him and help him succeed. And if it turns out that ah, it's not that worse, then like eh, then they didn't pay him all that much, and it may not be like that hard to you know of a situation to move on from. Because if he's affordable too, they can probably get something via trade. Yeah, I, mean, I think so they'll I'm keep him. Up, I'm looking up his contract right now. I'm looking up his contract right now. They did not pick up his fifth year option. Yeah. Right. So they didn't. They did not pick this up. Uh, so, so he's he done. is a free agent after this year. He made twenty. What was it? He made twenty four million dollars, twenty six million dollars uh, to date. Uh, so good for him. Um, the fifth year deal would have been a uh, twenty two million dollar option if they would have kept it. So they didn't keep that option. So now he is a free agent, I think. Um, so we'll does see. make I mean, things Danny Dimes. It is Danny Dimes coach. to Las Vegas. Da- Danny Dimes getting bags of dimes because he's not getting that big of a bag. I don't know. Um, he's not getting dollar bills. I don't know. That didn't work out. We'll, we'll workshop that one. But <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can see the Giants. I mean, it's interesting because it, this is the first year with a new GM and new head coach, so it's a whole new regime. So I guess we'll see what their thoughts are. They might think, you know, maybe he's a bridge guy going Jared Goff-ish where he's more of a bridge guy. Because, I mean, Jared Goff wasn't making all that much money. So, like, they were kind of like, we'll keep Jared Goff. He'll do good enough to keep us afloat. And if he does well, we'll keep him. And if not, then we'll get a new quarterback. I mean, well, now Jared he's doing Goff well. Was, Jared Goff the was difference, though, is that Jared Goff that was a legitimate top. Jared Goff was a top flight quarterback at his peak with the Rams. And he's looking pretty well, good right now. Well, that's because he signed that big contract, which whoa, whoa. at the time was I'm a massive contract. Him. The, the, the thing with Goff, that no, no, was no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're knocking Jared Goff. I'm just saying it's, it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, well, like Goff, he was brought in to be the bridge guy. Like the Rams like, were, yeah, like, Goff's, yeah, Goff's yeah. Situation but I think he's totally a much more, too, he's a much more known quantity than Danny Dimes right now. Yeah, Goff, you know what I mean? Goff like, with McVay had a very good couple years, and that contract was big for the time. That is now not very big. You know, so like because yeah. now there's the salary cap is inflated so much and quarterbacks getting paid so much where, yeah, you're right. He was a known quantity, knowing that you're going to be able to stick him out for a couple of years. Danny Dimes, TC3 is exactly right. Hasn't been that good. No, he hasn't. But until this year, I, I don't know. I feel like his best case with the Giants is that he becomes like a bridge guy and like that maybe he becomes more than a bridge guy. But I don't know. I don't see them moving on from him. I just don't think he gets the bag either. I think he gets. No, him. I agree. I mean, I think he's been a bridge guy since he got the start, you know, I don't think they knew what they were doing and he turned out to be better than they expected. Well, which that, isn't, yeah, that's, that's just, GM which isn't like this. You can't <laughs> draft a first round quarterback to be your like bridge guy. You know, that, it's, that's so David like, Gettleman being a, a more yeah. draft. So I'm like, you're right. Like he definitely he played that role, but like, that's not what you want from a first rounder. I mean, what you wanted yeah. was now kind of how he's been ending the season, which is looking like he might not be a bust. Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Sitch. Um, yeah, it, it is interesting. So it's just something to monitor because um, basically the Giants will probably lose whoever they play in the first round. Looks like it'll be the Vikings. But even with all that, like they've had a really good year and it'll just be interesting to see how that kind of goes uh, moving forward. Um, but yeah, uh, another game, next game of playoff implications that was kind of a big one. Um, the Saints kind of dominated the Eagles. Uh, this like physically dominated the Eagles. And this both offensively and defensively, this was um, as someone who was rooting against the Eagles, fun to watch. Um, Taysom Hill, Cameron's boy, looked awesome. He was uh, he, he was running for like nine yards a carry and just carrying four people him, on his back. It was insane. Started him as a tight end against Thomas. Yeah. Didn't do any. <laughs> didn't help me out that much. I mean, he got twelve <laughs> points, which is pretty dope. Like he, it worked, but not for my roster. Um, yeah. I don't he know. Looked, I think I mean, it's it's simple. The Eagles just need Jalen Hurts back. Truly. Yeah, if he he should be able to play, but the thing is, is he hundred percent? Does he gonna make the injury worse if he plays? There's all these things that you know start getting thrown into the mix. But uh, in theory, the the Giants are playing the Eagles next week. They're locked into the six seed. They can't move up. They can't move down no matter what happens. I there's think, a yeah, chance that they rest people just they because should. they don't want to get people hurt. But there's also a chance that they just don't want to lose any rhythm that they have right now, and they play people. Um, the backdrop to this, which is funny, is. If you remember a couple years ago, the reason Doug Peterson got fired from the Eagles was because he benched uh, Jalen Hurts, I think, for Nate Sudfeld um, in a game that the Eagles needed to win. If the Eagles were to won that game against the then Washington Redskins, the Redskins would have been knocked out of the playoffs and the Giants would have been in the playoffs. This is the Taylor Heineke year. Um, and then the Eagles put in Nate Sudfeld 
and the rest is history. They lose that game. Washington goes on to the playoffs. Giants miss the playoffs. Do the Giants try to extract some revenge on the Eagles by beating, going for it and trying to beat know. them? It's a new system and all of that. I think you're, it was a different regime, different coaching. I think I think they're going to try and be healthy for the playoffs. I think the Eagles are going to go up against the Giants practice squad in Week 18. I, I, so this I, is so I think this is me just being hopeful and wanting the Eagles to lose hear, pretty much, yeah. No, there's there's a path. I just I think that the Giants being locked in. I mean, you never know. You're right. They could come out and fight. I mean, there's still someone's job that they're fighting for on the line here. No team entirely decides to quit, but yeah, I do think you wonder be, if they I do what the Packers did, like last year where they played the first half their starters and then benched them the second half. You know, kind of doing stuff like could. that just to keep them there, like it. I do think the Eagles probably dominate that game, but it would be really fun to watch them lose. Um, yeah, I see. I just I don't see Niners how they, the Giants win that game next week, um, which is no disrespect to the Giants. Yeah, um, but yeah, they need Jalen Hurts back. That was kind of the yeah the, the crux of that game for sure. Um, next game was actually kind of a fun one: Bucks Panthers. Surprisingly, um, Bucks are officially NFC South champions. I'm so happy that we and, don't have to talk uh, about the NFC South anymore. I'm sorry? so happy about it. I said I'm so happy we don't have to talk about the NFC South anymore. It's done. It's decided. The Bucks won the division. The other teams are eliminated. Let's go. That's it. That's it. I just, I hate this division. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Bucks... They tried to lose this game. Sam Darnold actually looked really good. The, I, I thought the most interesting part of the game was actually at the end, so a lot of people probably missed it if they're moving on to other games. But there was like 30 seconds left, and the Bucks were about to pump back to the Panthers, who had no timeouts, up six. And there was a f- like fumbled snap. It was a bad snap, and it starts uh, you know fumbling around the field. Jake Camarda, their punter, picks it up and makes this crazy athletic play to get the ball off. But if he were to have just fallen on it, the Panthers would have gotten the ball at like the 35 or 45 or something like that of the Bucks, and actually had a chance to go down and score and win that game. Uh, Camarda picks it up and doesn't just pick it up, but he actually gets a punt off, which he shouldn't like. That was just a really athletic play, got it off, and then the ball ended up getting down inside the five. So that's what ended the game. Even though that, even with getting that punt off, you could have easily shanked it, only gone 10 or 15 yards, whatever it would have been. He did a really good job, and that may have won the NFC South of the Bucks because there's a strong chance where. The, the Panthers ended up scoring there, and now all of a sudden it's a much different situation going into Week 18. So, uh, Bucks need to think. That punter did, yeah, the punter did come in and save the day there, um, which does deserve to be mentioned. Rarely do you get the punter, punter ice in the game like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to talk play. about Tom Brady and the Bucks moving forward. Goodbye yeah. Panthers. Goodbye um, Saints. <laughs> Even uh, though you beat game. the Eagles, goodbye Saints. <laughs> okay, you actually, sorry. Speaking of the Saints, I thought we were done. Did you see that they might require a first-round pick for the coaching rights to Sean Payton? So, like, if if a team that's not the Saints gets Sean Payton, then you have to give the Saints a first-round pick. I just saw that. It's interesting. Because of coaching rights and contracts and stuff. So it would be treated as a trade. Oh, that would be interesting. So the Saints may block Sean Payton from going anywhere else if they don't get a first-round pick out of it. So now, if you're a team that wants Sean Payton to come in, you also have to realize Cowboys. you don't <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> and then you lose your first-round pick, so you're kind of like, it's already his first year. You don't get that nice foundational piece. You know, if you're a team that's hoping to make a head coaching change, you're probably not that great of a record. Probably a decent pick. Anyway, just some implications there. Now, NFC South, we're firing you off into the sun. No more. <laughs> um Next teams that we could fire off into the sun too. Uh, uh, this is the Browns Commanders game. Browns kind of dominated that game, start to finish, and Carson Wentz looked god awful horrible. Um, I have Deshaun's one takeaway from game. this. I, you give me your takeaway, and then I'm gonna do my takeaway. Yeah, uh, my biggest takeaway was after the game in the press conference. Uh, Ron Rivera, that coach for the the Commanders, gets asked, "Hey, so um, if the Packers win this afternoon." Um, and you guys are eliminated, uh, are you going to go with Heineke or Wentz next week? And he genuinely, like, eyes got really big, shook his head and went, uh, we can get eliminated today? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah if the Packers win, you're eliminated. Part. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and he just kind of, like, panicked. And I was like, that how part. do you not know that? And I'm like, oh, this makes sense now. Why did they go to Carson Wentz? Because he had no idea. He genuinely thought they had two weeks left. And, like, they were just like, ah, like... 
Carson Wentz will he'll win one of these two games. Like I don't know, he just like he panicked. He didn't realize that this was almost a must-win game in a lot of Ron ways. Rivera, so like, oof. he's had a. I like him a lot. He's had a few of those moments. I feel like this year where it's just been like a bad look on him. Uh, he had the Carson Wentz thing when they're like, "Why? Why are other teams better than you this year?" He's like quarterback. <laughs> like he's just had some some stuff where he said it's just. And, it's I, and I really like Ron looks. Rivera. I think he's a good I coach. I do too. But I do too. I don't, I'm just, questioning like, it now because <laughs> bad looks this year. It's just been some bad looks this year because I like him a lot. I like, I can respect a coach though that's got the blinders on, just win my games. That's not thinking about all the scenarios because I feel like. In some scenarios, a coach has to do that. We're like, I'm not looking at like the six other games and what that means for my playoff implications. I just need to win my games because like he can't control the Green Bay game. So that may just be I feel like I've seen other coaches this year talk about that. We're like they get asked questions in the presses of like, what do you care about the outcome of this other game? And there's like, I just want my team to win like to handle it maybe a little more gracefully. I think he's not the best on the mic in those scenarios, but I don't think he's alone in that kind of thought train. Where I, I'm just like, sh- I don't even I'm not. Paying attention I don't to mind the scenarios them. right now. I agree with you that I don't mind them kind of like thinking, not thinking about it a ton, but just not even being close to aware of it. Like he wasn't even aware. Yeah. Like this wasn't like, like oh, I wasn't know, really like, thinking about yeah, it. But yeah, but he can. Right? This was like clearly I'm shocked. I didn't know this was even a possibility. To me, that's like a, you didn't know this is a possibility even. Like you got to like you got to have that somewhat someone that have said something somewhere. This was going to happen. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That, that's just a I bad mean, look. I hear you like that. No, I agree. That's a very bad look. He could have definitely downplayed that a little, a little cooler, you know, even if he was just learning that for the first time. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it is for him every week. And someone just tells him Monday and then he's like, all right, we're going to figure out who's starting on Monday. You know what I mean? But like this time you got to peel back the curtain a little bit and see like he legit does not know, uh, which is unfortunate for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd like to have the blinders on and they can only control what they can control. I just, I can see where you're coming from too, Kev, where it's just like, if you knew that, like, if you lost, there's a realistic chance you get eliminated. Like, you probably make different coaching decisions. And so you're yeah. kind of like, did you not, did you make different decisions because you didn't think, it just made it feel like it wasn't a must-win game for them when it was definitely a must-win game. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't play In like a game it. they should have won. In a game they should have won, for sure. They should have. But um, I picked the Browns was, to win because I, because yeah. old Cam saw it coming. Old Camo. Just big Deshaun uh, Watson guy. He knew he was going to come through. I knew he was going to have his best game of the season with an average and a game and a, and a call where he got an illegal touching call against him. So, you know, it's fitting. Uh, we're going to go wow. into the next game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never <laughs> got to say my takeaway from whoa. this game. This, my takeaway from this game is just becoming a bit of a bit at this point. So I apologize if it's getting old, but like it really just shows to show you. I really don't care about teams that are eliminated and have no playoff implications. I am eyes on playoffs. So this next game, I like to see the Jags were winning. But once it became clear they won, I it was blinders on. Didn't care anymore. So apologies. Yeah, this, no, well, yeah, this game was fun. Yeah, Jags, uh, really good. Uh, they're playing really well. Um, <laughs> Doug Peterson's a good coach. Like, this is, they're going to be a fun, frisky team to watch. They might make a run at someone in the playoffs. Who knows? Like, this, this, like, just to all make the people it fun. To everyone who said that the Jags were going to won the division in week 16, despite also knowing that it was going to come down to a week 18 matchup against the Titans regardless, congrats. Because, I mean, the Titans might win next week, but is anyone betting on them to do it? I don't know. Yeah. No, the the Jags look good. Um, and now I we're going to get into the next game that was a s- unbelievable um, to my chagrin. Uh, the Niners-Raiders. Um, people don't quite understand this rivalry sometimes. Like, it's a big deal. Um, like, just as a little bit of background, the Niners... So, last year, the Niners started kind of their, like, hashtag being faithful to the Bay. And that was like their like team hashtag. You know, the Panthers had like keep pounding all these people. Niners started that as like their motto purely because the Raiders left again. The Raiders have left Oakland multiple times over their history. (laughs) And now they're in Vegas. And so the Niners just to troll them changed their whole motto to faithful to the Bay. That like this rivalry runs deep. It's run deep for a long time. Um, And that's why it was the number one uh, ticket price last week. And the game turned out to live up to the hype um, that wasn't even really there because Jared Stidham looked awesome. Um, and our defense was in shambles that whole game. Jared Stidham used to be on the Patriots, right? So this is, yes. a, this is the Josh McDaniels thing. Oh, it's yeah. a Josh McDaniels thing. Yeah. This, know. this, this was just the, a classic case of a defense being very, very good and completely underestimating an opponent thinking we we're going to steamroll them and just got caught way off guard and the game just got out of hand. And Devonte Adams is really good. 
Nah, fam, this is the classic case of you got the cancer out of the locker room. Goodbye, Derek Carr, and hello, success. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I mean, but Brock sure Purdy... My only thing was when he saw how good the Raiders were doing when he was like, I need to leave to not be a distraction, they just light it up. Like, do you think he was, like, crying again? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a serious thing. Like, if Stidham comes out <laughs> and... serious. But if Stidham comes out and balls out against the Chiefs, like... The Raiders now get put in a weird situation where do they have to like work with Stidham here a little bit? Like, how does this work? Because I really don't think he's a long term guy, but if he has a couple of games, Tom Brady goes on the record saying they're rolling with this motherfucker again, this team again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I I don't know. Um, but yeah, this game was really fun. Um, don't get your expectations high, Raider Nation. I, yeah. I Tyler sent in that thing like who's going to be their quarterback next year I'm like I was naming off all the other likely candidates that are going to be just as underwhelming like yeah. get ready you, it may be worse yeah um, th- this game was fun um, stressful but very fun Brock Purdy had a couple bad throws other than that looked really good he made a couple he's got some real he's made some throws that are pretty uh, spectacular uh, in terms of being backpedaling off his back foot, kind of rolling out as he's doing it. He has a few of those things that are just pretty cool. His escapability is much better than Jimmy's ever was. Um, like I think he's an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo so far. Um, he's shown that. Um, he makes a couple inexperienced throws. Other than that, like Jimmy always has a couple bad throws a game too. So um, looked, I, I really like what I'm seeing from Brock Purdy. He's awesome. He looked a little uncomfortable this game, but then he worked his way out of that. And uh, yeah. It's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah, and that was with our starting left guard going down really early. Um, I haven't heard on what's going on with Banks yet. Um, so we'll see Notre Dame guys. So TC3, you know, he's rooting for him. Um, so, yeah. Who, Aaron uh, Banks? Yeah. And yeah, we'll see. Love he got hurt. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening with him down the road. But, um, yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, yeah, that was a fun game, though. A really fun game. I hope this is a good wake-up call for our defense. And we I don't have to have that amount of stress again for uh, a long time because I seriously thought I was going to have a heart attack at the end when Robbie missed that field goal in regular uh, to end regulation. So, I that one hurt me. Yeah, well, um, we're happy you won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next game. Uh, Cam, again, picking the Seahawks. If you roll this, with them, they're correct. This, uh, yeah. this, this Jets team. Gino's good. Just, I mean, maybe. I mean, he's a lot better than what the Jets have to offer. It they. Guys, I get that Mike White is fun, but, like, he's still not a good quarterback. Like... If yeah. we're talking about people who lost their Daniel Jobs, Daniel Jobs, Daniel Jones, maybe won his like job security this week. Like Mike White lost his. Like any chance of Mike White being the guy for the Jets or like some sort of answer or option for them as they try to move on from Zach Wilson is dead. Like they they yeah. are quarterbackless. Um, Broadway Joe. <laughs> it's kind of insulting to not see him out there. Like, I'm not even trying to put Joe Flacco on a pedestal, but I'm like, at what point do you just like, or like, I'm with I you. not putting them out. It's kind of insulting. Like when they put Strebler out there, he was moving the chains, running, taking fucking wild Flacco cat, doesn't want to go out there. Whatever. Have you watched Flacco when he, whenever, when he looks like he has to go in, he's almost like, Oh, so we need a phone call. Hold on. And runs to the back. Like, retired, oh, sorry, hold Joe. on. Get someone else real quick. I'll be right there. And he just runs then away. Retired. Like, then retired. He does Joe. not want to be there. <laughs> then he needs to retire. No, he's making I a just, bunch of money being a backup quarterback, and that's all he wants to do is just sit there and make five to ten million dollars a year to yeah, do here's absolutely nothing. <laughs> do we think that I Joe Flacco it. wants another shot, or is Joe Flacco no. just trying to cash checks? He's trying, he's to, cash just trying checks. to cash checks. And, and well, what he can do is he can cash checks while being basically a coach. That's what the backup quarterback turns into, and that's why so many of these guys stay long term. You have like Chad Henney, and you have Chase Daniel. Some of these guys that never even really play, they just continue to be. But backup none of these guys are Joe Flacco. I know, but like he won a Super Bowl. Like the dude's got a lot of knowledge. So like he's not physically able to do that anymore. But like they people would sign him as a backup quarterback for a while just to be there as like a coach there. Like literally he would his job is every week to coach up as like a second quarterback's coach for whoever that young Didn't quarterback is. Wilson. Yeah, I was gonna I, say it doesn't seem like it. Doesn't mean he's a maybe, good coach. Maybe Joe Flacco's not a good thing, coach. Right? Maybe he's a bad maybe. teacher and a bad coach. Yeah, maybe we've all that's... been just bad talking Zach Wilson and we don't realize it's I mean, that Joe Flacco's a bad coach. Maybe, maybe we're all looking at this wrong, am I right? Maybe maybe Joe Flacco is just a, a plant and he hates the Jets and he's just been feeding bad information to Mike White and <laughs> Zach Wilson to get him to lose. 
Yeah. I mean, there is a there is a reason to be, maybe the Jets just don't know how to coach quarterbacks. I mean, how many have they drafted that have failed? I mean, not to like skip other games here, but then you go to another young guy that just went into a position where it's like, ah, oh, the Steelers finally found their quarterback after zero years of trying. Like, good coaching, yeah. just good system. Like, it, the Jets can't get it right. The Steelers take one shot at it, and, like, it works out. Like, not trying to say Kenny, like, not trying to knock Kenny Pickett down, but, like, I don't believe it's just because Kenny Pickett over all these other guys is just, like, better and more mentally better than all of them. It's just situations are the Jets, succeed, man. Are the Jets the new Browns when it comes to quarterbacks? They've been, it seems like the Browns have stabilized they've, the last, like, five years. They, they did, because they had Baker. Baker was their stabilizer yeah. when they got rid of him. For, yeah. And now, anyway. and now they have Cam's boy, Deshaun, there. They brought like fucking guy Voldemort. The bit. They got rid of... <laughs> They got rid of Draco Malfoy. They didn't bring it, realize they were bringing whoa, him whoa, 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 himself. Whoa, 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 <laughs> Baker yeah. is not in the Harry Potter gang, bro. He, if he's a Potter puppet pal, he is Draco Malfoy. <laughs> but he's not Voldemort. <laughs> I mean, if they, yeah, I mean, it's not bad because like, there's part of Draco like at the end of the series where he kind of had a little bit better heart. And he has redeeming say, like, qualities, like when Baker he, beat the Rams. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a good, it's maybe so, it's for me. It's a personal comparison. So, but, uh, but I mean, we get into the Pittsburgh Baltimore game, I guess, and then we'll come back to the other ones. But like the thing with Kenny Pickett that I think is interesting um, is he doesn't look great, but they're still winning. Um, so I do think it's a big coaching thing. So like we'll see if he's able to grow into that or not. I don't think he's going to be the next Big Ben, right? Like, I don't think he's going to be yeah. Super Bowl champions, all these kind of things, winning MVPs, throwing up league leaders and <laughs> yardage, all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, he may get hurt as much as Big Ben did. Who knows? But I do think that he actually has like some tools to keep this team in things um, with that yeah. good coaching around him. And Mike and Tomlin I, has a shot to go over 500 again. I mean, this is insane. Again. Mike Tomlin's just unbelievable. And I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I think Mike Tomlin's just hot take. I think he may be a better coach than Belichick. When you factor in the be. tools they've both had over the course of their careers with their teams. Yeah, he doesn't have as many Super Bowls, but he never had Tom Brady. That could be a hot take. Think about hot take. Belichick. Think about Belichick without Tom Brady, and think about Tomlin without Big Ben. I don't agree. I don't agree with you, but I don't. Who's had the bigger drop you in performance? Wrong. See, I don't immediately want to tell you you're wrong, even though I don't agree with you. I don't immediately want to jump at you, so you might have a point. And, there Bel- for a hot well, take. and Belichick came in hot with a with a top tier quarterback as his next guy. You know what I mean? Mac Jones was supposed to be the next Tom Brady for them. They were, well, that's what they were heralding as. So to, to play along with you, even though I think if this is a little bit of a skip Bayless take for, you know, just for, for, uh, for ratings, but to play along with you, Belichick as the head coach, GM, all of the things he brought in other coaches around him that are clearly horrible at their jobs, specifically, um, you know, Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia, Joe judge, and Joe judge, but he did that, and his son, uh, and he did that. And he surrounded himself with not a lot of great. We don't coaches know if his him. son is a bad coach. We just know his son looks like a fool. And we know what well, we know. Mike Tomlin typically has done a good job giving himself a good staff, except for his offensive coordinator because Matt Canada is horrible. Matt um, so that's the only thing to this. But um, yeah, like you know, maybe there's something to be said. I think the Steelers are a lot less talented than the Patriots overall, and they have the same record right now. So you, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, let's, and I might have been and I. S- and I say this meaning, ignore Belichick, the GM, and think about Belichick, the coach, and Tomlin, like the O'Brien. coach. It's like Bill O'Brien. Ignore Bill O'Brien, the GM, and just acknowledge Bill <laughs> O'Brien, the head coach. <laughs> they haven't had a winning no, but you season think about since he left. What they've got to work with as coaches, the tools they're given by their organizations, and what they've done with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, Their yield, if you will. There's something to be said about Tomlin never having a losing season, assuming that the Steelers either tie or win this next week. Um, that's pretty impressive. Um, but and well, they've weathered some toxic locker room components. You and know? they play the Browns. What, what he did so with they, Antonio Brown and not having that locker room completely collapse, like, is impressive. Um, yeah, I, let, let's save this for an off-season exploration of Mike Tomlin right, versus I'm Bill down. Belichick. Because I, I think yeah. it's uh, just a Skip Bayless take, but it's interesting to pour through the numbers and have the conversation for sure. It does. I, and also, I'm not, I was rushing to a conclusion, like, when I said Kenny Pickett's their guy. We don't actually know. What we do know is he's probably going to be their quarterback next year. And if things go about par of the course, he's probably there for multiple years. And 
we'll see how it ends up being. But, I yeah. mean, it's looking like right now they have a realistic shot. Like, oh, we don't have to look for our next quarterback. We found our quarterback. They're impressive yeah. that there's teams that have literally been doing this for years and can't get it right. And I just – it's got to be it's, – it's, it's organizational, man. It's yeah. got to be. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and the Ravens just need Lamar Jackson back because it's they're not a good team without him. Um, they're dead. Dude. True. They're like the Titans. They're dead in the water. Yeah. Except they're going to make playoffs. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, two more games. We'll go with the one that didn't really matter. Chargers blew out the Rams. This wasn't close. This is a game that I picked up a point on Cam on. Um, I don't really have a lot to say other than uh, Austin Eckler's a stud. The Rams looked like how the Rams have looked all year. I thought maybe they caught some fire. They did not. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, a little bit of a letdown spot. Justin Herbert is good. Thwomping. Yeah. Um, all right, next game was a huge game. Uh, Packers just completely dismantled the Vikings. This wasn't close. Um, I thought maybe the Vikings were going to pull this off when they blocked the punt early on, and then when the Packers stuffed them on that first, like that, that first goal line stand, that's when I went, the Packers got this game, and they just thwomped them. I mean, that, was not, that game was not close after that series. Um, and... Fun, fun to watch from someone who wanted the Vikings to lose. <laughs> I was last week even saying, I was like, I'll roll with the Vikings because I've been so loud about this. Like, I want to switch to the Packers. I just have a feeling about the Packers this week. I truly felt it was coming. I stayed in the flames of the Vikings. I mean, I had to. Come on, listeners. It's content. This is my Vikings team. Why would you guys want to see me fade the Vikings in that spot? But I should have. Yeah, it was. This was a the classic frauds. Kirk Cousins not playing at noon. This was him playing no. in the second time slot. So. Um, it's just, you know, you need, Kirk Cousins needs all of the playoff games to be at noon and maybe he'll have a successful, uh, playoff because if well, he we ever get gets to the watch. second time we, slot, we're screwed. We will get to watch Kirk Cousins in the playoffs this year and they might, the Vikings still might be a team that just has another game in the wild card game, like go part of the course and they just rip one off, but they might be just fodder yeah. in the second round. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll I see. mean, I, I think this game showed you that they're very, very beatable if you just get up on them and then actually close the door and just, you're not the Colts who are completely incompetent. Um, Cause they definitely the leave the door open for a team to run away from you. Yeah. They're, and uh, Jair Alexander just doing the gritty on Justin Jefferson because Justin Jefferson had one catch the whole game it was awesome. Um, he pissed off Justin Jefferson so bad. He tried to throw his helmet at him and ended up hitting a referee. That was funny. This game was just awesome. Um, that could have been a such really worse scenario. That could oh, yeah. that scenario could have turned out way worse than it ended up turning out, which is good. I'm I did not want it to go worse, but oh man, that could have gone so bad. Yeah. Um, I mean this this ruined Justin Jefferson's MVP candidacy because you could have made a, a case for him being an MVP um, if he would have kept playing at the caliber he was for the next two games. So this kind of destroyed that. Um, you know, any talk of that happening? Of the year, offensive player probably, of the year, probably. He'll probably end up getting offensive player of the year because they try to do that to whoever then next best non-quarterback was um so he'll probably end up getting that um but yeah this is uh this is fun Niners uh reclaimed the two seed because of that game so I'll take that and uh hope the Eagles can somehow choke against the the Giants and my Niners can beat the Cardinals and then now we're the one seed and that would be awesome um but the I have I, a confession to make can, can I, be the one seed. Are, are we in the trust yeah, tree yeah. guys we're so, always in um, the trust tree if you're a part of my family, please stop listening, and I can tell you when you can listen again because you're not allowed to hear this. So um, for those of you who are allowed to listen to this, so I really don't want to play the Kevin. Packers. I really don't want to play the Packers. I am actually kind of worried about them. Um, so if we're the two seed and the Packers win this week against the Lions, they're the seven seed. Even though we would host the Packers, and I think we're a much better team, I really don't want to play them. I Do I think we beat them? Yes, but I, they're just worrying me. So I will be rooting against the Packers for the Lions to win, but I also don't want the Seahawks in. So it just makes me in this weird situation where I need the Seahawks to lose to a really bad Rams team. Ain't happening, but, Bob. But I'd rather play the Seahawks than the Packers right now. So this is just, you know, I don't tell my family. Don't get mad. But I'm rooting against the Packers this week. And, uh, you know, let's go Lions. Let's hope Dan Campbell makes it in. And uh, then we can have fun that way. But ideal scenario i guess is we just have the eagles lose and then the niners win take the one seed and then we're good to go um but i don't know i if mean who wants happen. to play the lions in the playoffs though seriously i'd be i, I don't know I, i'm genuinely scared i i the seahawks are probably the team i want to play the most right now which sucks because i hate the seahawks and we already beat them twice meeting them a third time would be potentially difficult i don't know even though their linebacker just tore his acl jordan brooks so maybe their defense gets even weaker who knows i don't know 
I just, I'm a little worried about it. I had to say it. And since we're circle of trust, everything here, we're good. Um, all right, family, you can listen again. You're good. Kevin, that was some really interesting uh, Yeah, so go Packers next Biden. week, right? Yeah. Go Packers. They're going to win. It's going to be great. That was some really weird optimism from you on Joe Biden. I was really appreciated hearing that, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised by. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty open-minded of you, honestly. Yeah, it was it was really great. Um, last week, Cam went forward two against me. Um, he had a couple of sleepers that ended up working out for him, and same thing the opposite way. So now I'm up six. I want to no, say, or no, I'm up four. I'm up four. four. Right? I was up four. six. Now I'm up four. Uh, TC three. We're gonna take this into the playoffs, so we'll keep going. TC three. We got a couple picks this week. All right. All right, last week of the regular season, we got two games up for grabs. Cam can narrow it down to two if he wins them both. First game up, we got Falcons-Bucks. Cam? Yeah. Give me the Dirty Birds. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I took the Bucks. The I don't really know, though, because I haven't heard that the Bucks are resting their guys yet. I don't know if they are. If they, they should be because they're locked in to the floor no matter what. Yeah, they're locked. Tom so. Brady's already on his yacht. I yeah, feel they, like, they should yeah. be. But also the Falcons are horrible. Desmond Ritter doesn't look good. I could see like I, I could see the Bucks defense just not allowing any points, and then you know this like is, this like this just being a weird it's, game. It's, and it's Mike Atlanta. Evans looks unbelievable, but he may not play. I don't know. Yeah, it's I just, it was a risky one. Horrible. Just give me the Dirty Birds. I don't know. I. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed that you didn't pick the Falcons because now we're sitting here talking about the NFC South. Um, <laughs> I, I really All right, let's shoot, let's this, shoot one. this one into the sun. Yep. Yeah. Get out of there. Boom. All right. Gone. The game we all care about. Raiders, we Chiefs. Yeah, Cam. so Cam, Cam's just fading the Chiefs. Like that, That's all I, this is. This is a fading the wow. Chiefs instead to of be look fair, good. To be fair, yeah. to be fair, I did kind of mention I actually wasn't, when, when Derek Carr was stepping away from the team and all that, like, I was like, I'm not going to fade the Raiders, or I'm not going to fade the Chiefs against the Raiders in Week 18. Um, I picked the Niners to beat them last week handedly. I mean, it didn't happen that way, but I mean, I don't think anyone had the Raiders winning that. But just because they somehow took it toe-to-toe with the Niners and the defense, I do have a lot of respect for because that defense is very good. And the only thing that's changed is the quarterback who's trying to put points on the board. Chiefs defense isn't the Niners defense. The Raiders... It is another rivalry. Like, you talk about, well, it's a weird rivalry with the Niners. Yeah, sure, but so is the Chiefs and the Raiders rivalry. So I'm like, there might just be some weird fight in it. I mean, the Chiefs are playing for something. Um, even if the Bengals win tonight uh, and the Chiefs are holding one seed, we still have to win this game because the Bills could very easily, easily win their Week 18 game against the Patriots. So it's, you know, we're still playing for something. So we got to win, but I, I could just see the Raiders catching us with our pants down. It's a nine and a half point spread. That's a scary spread. Yeah, yeah, we'll right. we'll can go wrong. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, but the Chiefs, are the, the Chiefs, are the better team. Right? This is just uh, oh, you're yes. expecting a letdown if spot the, potentially, and I'm, I'm not. If that's, the, that's what if the Niners, yeah, to. if the Niners mollywopped the Raiders like I thought they were last week, I actually wouldn't have faded the Chiefs this week, even for the the bit, just because I'm like I just don't see how it works out, and it's better yeah. for the show if I try to actually get something right. Um, but the Raiders showed some fights, so here we are, fading the Chiefs, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, good luck, <laughs> both of you. Is that Thank all we got? TC3? That's all That's I it? Got. Yeah. yeah. All right. You guys are fairly consistent. Yeah, I mean, so so here, the, there's a lot of these games. We'll talk about some playoff seeding real quick just because, like, there's a few kind of quick ones we can go off of, but a lot of these games I think were easy to pick because there's... A lot of these games don't matter, too. A lot of these games matter. don't matter. But we kind of talked about the AFC wildcard already with the, the Dolphins, Patriots, and Steelers and that kind of situation. Um, but Cam talked about the AFC top end, too, where it's between Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. That's why this game tonight's so big. But the Bengals could win the AFC North outright if they win tonight. Um, and then if they don't, they have to play this Ravens next week, potentially with Lamar Jackson and would have to play the Ravens for the AFC North. So there's the potential if the Bengals lose tonight and then somehow lose to the Ravens next week, that the Bengals end up being the five seed when this is all said and done. Um, potentially even the six seed, because I don't know if they play the Chargers or not, how that works uh, out. Yeah. Um, so th- that could be a really weird wrench in this whole equation too, um, where if they just happen to lose a couple Ravens of these games with some freak. Ravens you know, ain't winning shit. Yeah, I, I don't think so either, but there's just the potential for all that to happen. But more than likely, it's going to be Chiefs, Bills, Bengals in the top there, just a matter of how that seeding shakes out based off of tonight's game. 
Um, I'm so excited be for the Saturday. Fun. I'm excited that it's a double Saturday doubleheader. I get to watch my Chiefs in the morning, but pr- like probably win, and then I just get to watch my Jags. Hopefully, win that division. I mean, if if the Titans win on Saturday, like it, that it's would not going to be shocking. A terrible day. It would be a terrible. But day. here's the thing: is the Jags could make it in if all those teams that we talked about earlier lose, being the Dolphins, Patriots, and Steelers. Even if the Jags lose this game, they could make it in as a wild card potentially. Let's see the Jags host a playoff game. They deserve to host a playoff game. Yeah, the Jags should win this game, and you hope they do. Um, That'd be fun. Um, And then in the AFC side, the biggest things are if the Eagles win, they get the one seed, clinch the division. If the Eagles lose, then – yeah, sorry, what did I say? Yeah, so NFC side. uh, If the Eagles lose, that opens the door where if the Niners win, the Niners are the one seed. If the Eagles lose and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys win the NFC East, and the uh, Cowboys – could slide into the one seat if the Niners also lost, um, which throws a whole wrench into this too because they would outpace. Imagine the, if the Cowboys end with the one seat; that'd be that would stupid. be wild. The Niners shouldn't stupid. lose to the Cardinals. Still the Cardinals are playing in the first round. Blau, whatever. Yeah, it, it just gets weird. But there's the potential you know that the Eagles, after this is all said and done, if they were to lose this and the Cowboys beat a Commanders team that has nothing to play for, now all of a sudden the Eagles fall down to a five seed. Cowboys slide in here. This just this gets all kinds of crazy. And now you I'm have the Eagles it. go to Tampa Bay to play Tom Brady. Tom Brady beats the Eagles. It's this I'm whole thing. It. I'm going on the record. If the Cowboys end this season with a one seed, then Thomas, I will agree with you and say this season is officially an outlier and nothing actually matters. I'm willing to throw out the Super Bowl champs, even if they're not the Cowboys, even if the Cowboys don't play in the Super Bowl. If Pat Mahomes wins the MVP, I'm willing to just ignore that for all future shows. He only has one MVP. If the Cowboys get the one seed. If the Cowboys get the one seed by the time it's all said and done, I am willing to say that nothing in this season mattered at all. Thank you, Cam. I will join you in that declaration. <laughs> we are that on the record. That means the Eagles are losing... The Niners have to lose. I mean, it's really only that, right? And the Cowboys have to win, which is Cowboys have to win. Yeah, yeah. the Cowboys. I think, can yeah, win that'll be game. that's the straw that breaks the camel's back. No. Statistically, anomalous. I was kind of hoping on some more things. Out. Like, I still feel like the Eagles and the Niners both losing is pretty statistically impossible. But I did realize it's only coming down to two games now, not three, which doesn't make no. me feel too hot. Oh, I guess three games because well, the Cowboys need to win. So the Cowboys need to beat a Commanders team with nothing to lose. Who knows? Whatever. Okay, I yeah, ride. It, it'll just be interesting. Um, and who knows? This will be. If the Cowboys it, get the one seed, screw it. If the Cowboys get the one seed, then yeah, this whole season. Yeah, is I mean they haven't matter. released they haven't released the times for all the games yet. They'll wait to do that. My guess is all the morning games are going to be the games that don't matter and are irrelevant, and then they're going to have the afternoon slate be all the games that matters, and the the night games will be to, standalone. So my I guess think is they will do. Do they do? I don't the, even think they do a Sunday night football game. I thought it was just yeah, like ten. There's one 10 Sunday o'clock night and game. One o'clock. They okay. always do the Sunday night game, and so there's no Monday night game though. So the, the there'll question be one is, big game at ten because they want to have that time slot filled with something good. They'll have something, but it depends on what it is, right? So what they're going to do is, if the Bengals lose tonight, my guess is is they'll make the AFC North game the Sunday night game because that's the winner takes the AFC North. Don't put the Ravens on prime time. But that's what they're going to have to do because the no, only thing is the, the only NFL other game where it's two teams that have something to play for is uh, Lions Packers. And that's, potentially, that's the game that should be on primetime. But Which the is issue a great is, game, is by if, the, way. The, the issue is, is if the Seahawks win earlier in that week, then the Lions are Who out cares? of it. It doesn't matter. Just so that's why they may not way. put the Lions there. I don't think that the, the Lions are still going to try to knock Green Bay out. So like they'll still probably do that game as the night game if the Bengals win tonight. But I think they'll put Bengals Ravens as the Sunday night game if the Bengals lose, because now that game's for the AFC North and you know both teams have something to play for. Um, that's the only thing. I don't care if there's an. I don't care if it ends up like the Seahawks win at 10 a.m. and it's an eliminated Packers versus eliminated Lions. Put that game in prime time. That's the game we want to watch. Even well, if no, Packers win, they're in. No matter what the Seahawks do, Packers win, they're in. Oh. If the, Seah- the Packers win, they're put in it on no prime matter time. what. Then put it on prime time. There, there's no reason why that game shouldn't be on prime time. Yeah, the, the only, only people thing that, that care about playoff implications are their own fans. Everybody wants to watch the Lions and the Packers play. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, the other only other one is potential is Bills-Pats. Because Pats need to win to be in, and Bills need the win to be in contention for the one seed um, or the two seed, no matter what happens. So they could potentially throw that, but I, I don't think that's going to be a great game. So I doubt they put that Sunday night. But there's the chance. That's just the, the random outside it. shot. Um, but yeah, that's a. Uh, I was that's surprised next they flexed. I'm surprised they put Chiefs Raiders on some sort of like Saturday night island or Saturday day island. Like, yeah, that was, that was kind of, of a weird one. Yeah, I guess that's just the Pat Mahomes MVP bump. 
Like just yeah. like, I don't know. Because like there's yeah, no just reason. Put there's the Chiefs no... on prime time to watch Pat Mahomes basically. Like the Chiefs Division are playing rivalry. to win the one seed, but it's like there's no reason like depending on how this game goes tonight, we could be playing to like not have the one seed. I don't know. It's it was a really weird decision by them to put I'm happy with it. Happy to watch my team on Saturday. But Yeah. Um we want to do a quick guess that ticket price, and then we can quick right recap of the college football playoff. That was awesome. Um, so guess that ticket price for next week is kind of interesting. because There's a lot of games that don't matter at all. Um, and then a few games that matter a ton. Um, so I'm interested to see what you guys think for next week's games. Uh, for those of you that don't remember the rules, so guess that ticket price, whether you guys are looking it up, we're looking at the point of entry for all these games of so the cheapest possible ticket. And we want to know which game has the cheapest ticket and which one has the most expensive point of entry. So, We'll go with the cheapest one Got first. It. Cam. Give me Tex- Texans Colts. Texans Colts. You're locked in. I'm locked in for both mine. I'm not even looking at the games because I don't even want to feel a reason to change my mind. TC3. Give me... Give me... Man. I don't even know. Give me Chargers Broncos. Well, neither of you are correct. However, they're both... The second and third cheapest game, respectively. The cheapest game is Panthers Saints in New Orleans. This game is wow. this game wow. is eight dollars to get into because neither of these teams have playoff implications. They're done. Obviously, same thing with Texans Colts. That game's just in Indianapolis. Who knows? People want to go see Jeff Saturday um, One last in his time. last game as a head coach. Um, and then yeah, Chargers Broncos. I don't know. People want to go skiing and go up to Denver for the week. I don't know, but that's eighteen dollars. So not much better. Um, but yeah, those are those games. Uh, most expensive game of the week. Chiefs Raiders. I knew you were going to swoop that one. Sorry. <sighs> you can you hold missed hands. it last week. Well, I got right. No, it's all right. It's fair. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take Ram Seahawks. You're going to take Ram Seahawks. Um, yeah, I'm on a roll. So this. no. Yeah. So here's the thing is cam is correct. Uh, but that was, yeah, of that that's rival. what I would have picked too. Yeah, you yeah, can pick, pick with too. me. No one, there's no. No, rule. no, no. I like, I like keeping it separate. Yeah, I, I do think the interesting one about this is that the 104 or the the second most expensive well, game is the my Dolphins second pick Jets. was going to be Lions. Uh, my second pick was going to be Lions Packers because I think that's an animal game. Yeah, that one was that one was really close too. Those are kind of all kind of in the mix. Um, the Jacksonville game is kind of thrown up there too, so it's just a little bit interesting to see kind of all of that happen. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's I guess that ticket price for this week. All right, congrats, Cam. I'm killing um, it, dude. I finally am. I'm ending the season strong. All right. One last uh, thing. We had the college football playoff on New Year's Eve. That was awesome. Two games. TCU beats Michigan. That game was just a complete shit show. Um, pretty much Sad. everything that could have happened happened. Um, turnovers, weird um, uh, referee decisions and replays. Um, overturned calls that were just done with that touchdown in the first half. Um, just weird targeting at the end of the day. I, I don't know everything. That game was just a lot of fun back and forth the entire the entire time. Um, and TCU came out on top, so good for them. That's just a lot of fun. Have a small school do something good. I don't like TCU. I hope they get stomped in the championship. I was rooting for Michigan. I didn't want to see TCU. I was win. also, which is which is gross to say. I was also hoping Michigan would win the game. I wouldn't say I was rooting for them, but yeah, I, I was more rooting for TCU just because it'd be fun to to have a, a different color in there. Uh, now purple in the in the college football playoff finals would be kind of fun. Um, but yeah, it's really just like a it's a new team, it's something new. Sunny Dykes, Didn't that's, LSU, that's a great like, just win. Yeah, but they're more yellow. Okay. You know, I'm not yeah. I'm not a Michigan guy, but I like Harbaugh, and I would I would I th- I would like to have seen him get a national championship. Yeah, I was rooting against a real human being that we went to high school with, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's fair, but uh, no, honestly, just some Dykes knew is a that fun story. Max Duggan's really fun. Yeah, so. no, just Max Duggan. He's been so much fun the last few weeks, especially Big Twelve Championship game. Watching him just be an absolute animal um, and just fight through everything. He's been really fun to watch. Um, and same thing happened in this game. He was really fun. TCU's got a few guys that are just fun to root for. So we'll see. Uh, but that, that was a really fun back and forth game. Um, and then the next well, game was George also is, was really fun too. 
George is going to stomp him. So Pro- probably, but I thought that, they were going to stomp. That's my Ohio prediction. State. I don't know if we want to do predictions, but George is going to roll TCU. I, in, I, in the I thought Georgia was going to stomp Ohio State, and I thought Michigan was going to stop TCU, and then it would be Georgia stomping Michigan. So like it, none of these games turned out the exact way I thought they would. Um, you know, Georgia ends up winning by one point. And I think the craziest part about that game was that the missed field goal at the end came basically as the clock was striking midnight on New Year's Eve, um, which is pretty wild. So, um, yeah, Ohio State no. played their yeah. butts off and almost won that game. That was that was a fun, really, really fun game and good football to watch. If you're a college football fan, this has been a great year for playoff teams, and it's been a great playoff. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of just good football and yeah. I think there's been a lot of high scoring games, a lot of good teams, a lot of parody at the top, which is, which is refreshing when people expected to start trending the other way recently. And we'll see how the next few years go, but this has been a very, very fun year. And maybe that's just biased because the NFL has been such garbage this year, <laughs> but it's, it's nice. We have something, you know, it was happy yeah. to see Bama not play on New Year's. Yeah, they didn't play. So that was cool. Oh, Oh, well, yeah, Bama won their game, but, you know, not in a game that care. mattered. Yeah. Game I would like to see more playoffs. SEC teams lose, exactly. but that's just me. Um, yeah, it, it's been uh, it's been fun. Uh, another really good game that's been close that's going on right now as we speak. LSU-Purdue. Um, Purdue finally scored, <laughs> so now it's only 49-7. to um, So, you know, uh, Drew Brees not doing a great job as his first head coaching game, but, you know, LSU is also a very good team, so Tyler the Gambler is in shambles. Yo, he should uh, call up a... Also, Jeff can we talk about the fact that Tulane right now is five points away from USC in the third? Like yeah. they're hanging so tight with them, it's just it makes it it defies logic. I mean, I know Tulane's a two-loss team and they're ranked, but like they're Tulane, it's insane yeah. that they are they're in the mix with USC right now, who has the Heisman winner, the current Heisman winner. Yeah, I would love to see USC lose that game. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, I would love to see UCLA USC lose just that completely game. collapsed and broke my heart um, against Pittsburgh. So that's that. I'm just used to it at this point. You know, at some point, uh, you know, things just don't bother you anymore. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, and also, Mississippi State won in honor of Mike Leach with their pirate flag helmets. So I was, I was gonna say that's also. I'm I'm happy to see they won. Yeah, um, that's all I got for college football. Uh, you guys know I don't have much for college football. <laughs> Cam, um, how's Tennessee looking? Uh, you know, I actually thought they lost because my dad <laughs> sent in a text to our group chat the next day and said, well, at so least two the orange or- teams is so confusing. <laughs> well, he sent in a text because I saw that they were playing um, Syracuse and it was Clemson like in, or Clemson. The other orange the team, fuck. the orange team. They played in the orange bowl, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Clemson, that's right. Not it's Syracuse. the two orange teams in the Orange Bowl. It was the Orange Bowl. And, like, all I know is I was like, oh, that's actually, that's right. It was Clemson because that has way more teeth than, like, Syracuse. And I was thinking, like, oh, I should watch that game because, you know, my sister went to Tennessee. That could be good for him. But I was like, nah, they got a backup quarterback. Their guy went out. So I'm not watching that. And then I, I got a text from my dad the next morning that was like, well, at least the Orange team won the game. And I was like, oh, well, that means Clemson had to have won. Otherwise, he would have said something like, go Vols, like, yay, Tennessee. But he said, at least the Orange team won. So I assumed Clemson won, and then it wasn't until, like, way later. Then they're like, did you watch the game? And I was like, yeah, I didn't like Clemson win. And they're like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I should have watched it then. I just thought it would have been dead in the water. I was like, whatever, they're, they're Hooker, whatever, the quarterback. The one that won the yeah. Bama game, the only college yeah, football game I Hooker. watched this year was Tennessee versus Bama, which was a sick game. Um yeah, then he, like he, he was out, so I was like, oh, I don't have much. But yeah, that's that was that's the Tennessee report for me. <laughs> Looks well, like thanks, they won Kim. a game. They won a. I know the Orange Bowl has like some sort of like an ounce of respect to it, so I was happy to see they like won a real bowl game and not like the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl or like the the, the Tax Slayer Bowl or something that's not real. Um, oh. Hey, you shut your mouth. Oh wait, why? <laughs> Hey. Notre Dame won the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to take a shot. That just is coincidence. That's that a perfect way to end it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude, that's really sick. I'm really proud of you for winning the Tax Slayer Bowl. That's probably really... Hey, it's do? the Gator Bowl sponsored by Tax Slayer, okay? Okay. That, okay, that, that has some teeth to it. it. It's like the one, you know, whatever. You know what I mean. Like, it's just... Yeah, no, no, no. We, we, we beat a, uh, I mean, we beat a... A rising South Carolina team. The guaranteed so rate bowl. I'm, I'm like, pretty happy about that. They were they were coming in off a of hot. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't play in the Gasparilla whatever bowl. 
listeners, I'm telling you, we're about three years away from the XFL being the Dwayne The Rock Johnson's XFL Bowl uh, being a thing. And yeah. it's going to be the nation's best 5-17 and 17 versus the nation's other best 6-6 six and six team. Um, Can we just talk, though, because you mentioned it, how big of a power trip it's got to be for Jimmy Kimmel to just have his name on a bowl? Well, it's actually the Jimmy Kimmel Live from Los Angeles Bowl, but they figured that's a mouthful. So let's just. Yeah, yeah. no, but like to have your own personal name on a bowl, I don't care which bowl it is. It could be like two, six and 16. Which, honestly, I've is never the watched first? a late night it's show It's just in my insane. Life. I've never watched is a late night show in my one? life, so I'm never like I don't understand how people enjoy watching late night shows, especially to the point where like they have enough money to sponsor a bowl. That just seems shocking. No, but like, like I don't yeah. enjoy them, and I don't think they're fun to watch. And I've never it's watched. It's not just the myself, late night so show. Like, it's not the late show bowl or whatever. It's Jimmy. It's the Jimmy Kimmel bowl. That's I know, but be like, such it's because he has a late night like, show, right? Like that's the crazy. Yeah, yeah he's one of he's like it's yeah it's because it's the late night show. Like I said, it's Jimmy Kimmel live from L.A. Whatever the like. Still, but that's just shocking that like. Yeah, he won. He won. I guess it's. I just. Jimmy Fallon I, doesn't have that. <laughs> Jimmy James Fallon Corden doesn't have that. Game. He's the best late night Jimmy. <laughs> James Corden is trying to find a country that wants to take him in right now. Um, Qatar. Everyone hates him. Qatar would t- love to have him. Actually, that's a great. That's a great. <laughs> so, Qatar. Well, Saudi, Saudi Arabia is big in buying celebrities. To, yeah. To, yeah. To I, they just bought Ronaldo. They're buying James Corden now because they the don't realize that people I, hate carpool karaoke. The only reason I know about this Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, too, is because I was at a bar watching the, the Colts-Vikings game, you know, the 33-1 point. And it was 33-zip, and at halftime, somebody was like, hey, can you turn on the Wazoo game? And, like, Wazoo, I guess, was playing in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. But it just, like, I was like, bro, we're turning off an NFL game that's live right now, even if it is a 33-point lead at half, for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. I was like, bro, how you're the only person in the bar that wants to watch the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl right now. Anyway, uh, too many bowl games. Too many bowl games. We have way too many bowl games. Yeah. Make bowls mean something. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, yeah. Hope you guys had fun watching these weekend's games. We have another good one in front of us. Let's, uh, let's go Giants, am I right? Let's go, let's go Chiefs. Let's go, let's go Lions. <laughs> let's, go, let's go AFC football being worse than the Chiefs in the season. <laughs> I don't really want to say go best of abundance. We're looking for one seat here. Um, listeners. Peace.